Eleventh Hour Audio Productions present a special presentation for World Audio Drama Day 2017. The Hooded Figure, written by M.J. Cogburn, Shane Harris, and Jonathan Patrick Russell, and featuring actors from Audio Oblivious, Darker Projects, Narada Radio Company, Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind, and Leap Audio. Tonight's entertainment is based on inheritance. Sometimes you can inherit many things from your family. Sometimes it's trinkets, expensive furniture, all the way up to an excessive amount of money. What happens when it's more than just objects or monetary gain? There you are, Abs. It's about time. I was just about to give up on you after I'd finished this milkshake. Hey. Hey, what's wrong? Yeah, well, I'm sorry that I'm late, Scott. Something happened and, uh, well, I, oh. Can I get for you, miss? Uh, just water, please. You got it, hun. Be right back. Whoa, wait a flippin' minute. You always get a chocolate milkshake here. What's going on? You wouldn't believe me. Have I ever doubted you before? It's not that. Then what is it, Abigail? We have been through too much together to doubt one another. I cheated off you in high school to get my diploma. Don't bail on me now. I suppose you have a point, but this... Scott, this is crazy. There you go. Now let me know if you need anything else. Hmm? Thank you, ma'am. Okay. It started a couple weeks ago. Um, one night about 3 a.m., couldn't sleep. So I got up and went to the kitchen for a glass of milk. I glanced out of the window and nearly got the life scared out of me. <laughs> what was it? The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? A <laughs> very funny. No, I saw this dark, shadowy, hooded figure standing by the road, and I couldn't see its face. Did you call the police? No. I froze. I couldn't move. Who was it? Did you find out? No. I I don't know who it was, but I but I don't think it was a person. What the hell are you talking about, Abs? What else could it have been? A cardboard cutout? <laughs> no. This is where it all gets weird, Scott. How much weirder can this get? Pretty weird. I mean this thing, this entity. Entity? You telling me you saw a ghost? I don't know what I saw, but I'm not convinced that it was a person. This figure, it just stared at me through the window, and all I could do was stare back at it. It? Well, I suppose it could have been a male. So let me get this straight. You saw a ghost in your front yard near the road? Could you keep your voice down? I don't want everyone in this podunk town to know that I'm insane. Too late. <laughs> I didn't say it was a ghost. Honestly, I can't say what or who it was. It just didn't feel natural, that's all. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it was a ghost or anything unalive. Just, well, I don't know. Then what was it? Demonic? Scott, I just said I don't know. 
I can't find the right word for it. Okay. Calm down. Don't don't get excited. Did it go away? Mm, not at first. I felt drawn to it somehow, so I went outside. Now hang on a minute. Did you? I did. I couldn't help myself. But Abigail, anything could have happened. I mean, suppose it was a rapist or a killer. He could have been an axe murderer for crying out loud. I know. But I couldn't help myself. Even as I walked out of the house, it didn't just go away. It walked away and I I followed it. What the? I followed close behind. I needed to know what it was. It went toward the lane where the old Edwards house is. And it, it vanished into the darkness. Please, tell me this is the end of your story. You went home and went to bed. And when you woke up the next morning, you realized that it... All just been a dream, right? If only it were that simple, Scotty, my boy. But no. I looked around for a few minutes, then turned to head home. But I heard something, and I turned, and there it was, standing by the trees by the house. What happened next? Did he come after you? No. I I just stood there a moment. I felt like it was looking deep into my soul. Do you think it was some guy, after all? No. I still consider him an it. Anyway, we were locked in this staring contest and I started to feel threatened. Yeah? Frightened. Like I was about to be pursued. So, as calmly as I could, I walked away from that place. Looking back now and again to make sure I wasn't being followed. And were you? No. The hooded figure didn't come after me. I don't know if he ever moved from the spot I'd seen him standing in. I didn't see him again that night. Phew. What a relief. You weren't very smart that night, were you, Abs? I suppose not. But then, as I said, I felt compelled to do it. It was as if I had no choice in the matter, Scott. I had to follow the hooded figure. It was as if I just needed to know. Needed to know what? What it was. What it wanted. I can't say for sure, but I still feel like I need to know what it was and what it wants. What it wants? It's over now, right? You haven't seen the figure since that night, right? No, I haven't. At least not in the real world, but... But in my dreams, I've seen him many times. He's always pointing back toward the house. I think you should try and forget about it, Abby. But I can't, Scott. I can't. And that's why I asked you to meet me this afternoon. I need your help with this. My help? Why? How? What can I do? I need someone I can trust. Someone I can count on. And I want to go back to that house, and I want you to come with me. Me? Are you joking? I'm deadly serious. You just had to say deadly, didn't you? Will you come to that house with me? Tonight? What? Tonight? I just feel that this is the night. I must face my fear, Scott, but I don't want to do it alone. Why do I feel like you will do it alone if I refuse to come? Because you know I will. So? Me and you, alone in the dark, visiting a potentially haunted house? I'm in. (laughs) Thank you, Scott. You don't know how much this means to me. No, but I do know one thing. What's that? You're going to owe me. Big time.
thank you for coming with me. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. But I'm not crazy about doing this. <laughs> oh, come on, Scott. As long as I've known you, you've always been just a little bit crazy. Wow. <laughs> Look at that house. You weren't joking about the house. How old do you think that it is? Oh, well, I checked out the house a couple of days ago. It's well over 150 years old. The Edwards family built it. The last of their family passed away 10 years ago, and no one has bought the property. So it's abandoned. Wait a minute. The Edwards family? Yeah. Why? Weren't they the family that institutionalized their son for being a nut? It's not a nice thing to say, Scott. What was his name? Jim, uh, John... Paul. Right. Paul John Edwards. What do you know about him? He was the one that supposedly stalked and killed at least three men for looking inappropriately at his fiancée. And then he killed two more after they were married because he thought they were having an affair with his wife. It was a gory mess. I read up on the family. The testimony that came out at his trial said that he admitted openly to the killings. He said that he buried all the men out in the back half of their property. They didn't show pictures, but it was described that each man had over 20 stab wounds. Oh, God, Abby. And, and now we are standing outside that same house? <laughs> you asked what I knew about it, so I told you. It's just a good thing that the guy wasn't like Ed Gain. Who? He's one of the most known serial killers. The movie, The Silence of the Lambs, is based loosely on his murders. He was a necrophiliac who skinned his victims and made clothes and other paraphernalia with it. Shut up. Nope. He was really one nasty guy. Ugh. Ugh. That didn't help me out here either. <laughs> me either. But here we are. Now what? Well, I guess it's time to go in. Well, either that, we can stand here and get soaked. We go in. Come on. Did you hear that? No. Come on. What did you... Oh, wow. Look at this house. It's decked out. Well, except for the dust. I thought that when the Edwards family died, the lawyers would have at least emptied it out. No, they have to keep it presentable so that potential buyers can see how it could be used. I would have thought at least that they'd lock the doors with all these things in here. But you have to realize. Look at that TV. That thing... How... Good Lord, how old is that thing? 45 years old? Maybe more? There are antiques here but only useful to antiquers. Plus, look at the... Did you hear something? I want to go upstairs. Come on. Why? Oh, Scott, come on! Wow, look at these photographs. They're gorgeous. Old-time portraits of the Edwards family. So beautiful. Do we know who is who? There are plaques at the bottom. That's what I love about that time period. You get to know who you're looking at. This is... Oh, boy. This is Paul John Edwards. He looked normal. 
Not like a homicidal maniac at all. Scott! It's true. He's quite good looking. Look, brown hair, hazel eyes, big build. Kind of looks like an early version of Channing Tatum. You're right. So why would such a good looking man go out and kill five people? Jealousy. It does weird things to people, especially guys. <laughs> like you would know, you like playing the girl. Hey, now that's not fair. Ah! Oh. <gasps> Scott! Ah! Are you okay? Are you hurt? Ow. I think that the only damage I did was hurt my ankle. And my pride. Nothing I haven't done numerous times before. Are you sure? Yeah. Help me up. Sure. Ready? One, two, three. Uh, <sighs> uh. Do you need my help going up the stairs? Nah, go ahead. I'll be up in a few. What? I just saw the hooded figure go into the room at the end of the hallway. Look at the floor, Abs. The dust hasn't been disturbed. No one has been up here in years. I'm telling you, I saw someone go into that room. The last one on the left. Abigail, you aren't going in there, are you? Only if I'm going to find out why he's haunting me. Haunting you? Yes. It's a girl's room. It's beautiful. Look, a four-poster bed, fine furnishings, even an old makeup station with a hairbrush, and wow, is that makeup? Wow. Oh, my God. What? Ooh. Ah, Abigail. When... When did you take that picture? I... I didn't. That's a bridal gown. I've never posed for a portrait in a bridal gown, Scott. Who is... Who is that? What the... That's not me. Oh my God, Scott. The name on this is Jessica Abigail Edwards. Uh, Abs, we need to leave. Now... He, he's... he's... Right, right there. She was ever so beautiful. My wife. Your mother. No, I'm not your daughter. This... this is... Girl. Abby, don't. Stay with me. I gotta see. My daughter. Scott! Scott, come here, you've gotta see this! Where? Straight across the hall. You're not gonna believe this at all. Look at this, Scott. There are baby pictures all over this room. Baby crib over there with a baby African and everything. And here's the 
oddity of it all. Look, it's a picture of me at age four. I know because I have this picture in my room. Remember? You're... You're in Edwards? I... I... I what? Why are you stammering? Abigail, you're the heir to all of this. No. Abby, uh, Abs. What? This is. We need to get out of here. Why? This is. This is my room. He's got a knife, Abs. Run! out of here. Go out a window, whatever. I'll I'll try to fight him off. No, no, you will inherit. They won't open. And it wouldn't help. The downstairs reported. No. No. I won't let her die. I won't. Ugh. Scott. No. He didn't do anything. Why did you knock him out? Leave him alone. You will inherit. No, I, I don't want to inherit anything. You will inherit. No, I don't want anything from you, Father. Oh my god. Oh. What is that smell? Oh, oh. Boy. It's pretty bad. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? I, I'm not hallucinating, am I? Um, that depends. Do you see a young woman with a man's head in her lap? Yeah, that's, that's what I see. Ma'am? I do. Are you okay? Officer? Oh, I'm so glad you're here. We've been waiting. Scott, my friend here, he needs some medical assistance. Please, he's hurt. Um, <clears throat> ma'am. Um. He's hurt. He needs an ambulance. Please, I, I tried to keep him warm. I know how shock can set in. He should be just fine. We'll, <coughs> we'll get help for Scott, was it? Yes. Yes, that's me, sir. Right now, we'll call for an ambulance. Ma'am, can, can you come with us, please? But Scott likes it when I talk with him. He's scared and, and, and I don't want to leave him. You, you understand, right? Right. Right. Uh, um, 
Is your name Abigail Jessica Townsend? That's not my real name. My family owns this house, though. My name is Abigail Jessica Edwards. Once my mother and father come home, you'll see. Your mother and father are Jessica and Paul Edwards? That's right. And as soon as they come home from vacation, you'll see. But we need to make sure that we get an ambulance on the way for Scott. Okay. We'll call for an ambulance right away, ma'am. Sir? What? What are you saying? Davis, can I talk to you over here, please? We'll be right back. Is everything okay? Yeah, I'll be right back. But you have to get well. Okay. What is it, Roberts? Why did you talk to him? Well, there's a couple of things wrong here. First, Paul and Jessica Edwards have been dead for over 15 years. Remember, Paul was the one they found the bodies of his murdered victims in their backyard. He escaped, came back to the house, and killed his wife. The only reason his daughter wasn't killed was that she was at her grandparents' house, the Townsends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened at least 15 years ago. I almost forgot about that. That still doesn't answer my question. I talked to Scott because she believes he's alive. It looks like he's been dead for at least a week. I know that neither of us are autopsy experts, but from the bruising on the body, as well as the way that his head is twisted, he fell down the stairs and died. Yeah, I noticed that too. Do you think that she had anything to do with it? I don't know. Go ahead and go outside and call for someone to come get the corpse. I'll go back over and talk with her. Good luck. See you, goofball. I told you they would come back over to talk with us. You're right. Ma'am? Please, call me Abigail. I know you don't want to leave Scott, but when the ambulance gets here, they're going to have to take him to the hospital. Would you mind coming with me? It's okay, Abs. I'll be all right. Go ahead. Go with them. Scott, are you sure? Of course. Did... Did Scott fall down the stairs, or was he pushed? He fell. I had made a joke as we were coming up the stairs about him being the girl, and he was trying to catch up with me, and he fell. Well, I must say, Abigail, you're being an excellent friend and taking care of Scott. Was, uh, was anyone else here when Scott fell? My parents were here, and Daddy gave me my inheritance. Your inheritance? Yes. He gave me this beautiful house and everything in it, but he also gave me his honesty <laughs> and his insanity. No, 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 Abigail, please, please stop. No, no, give me, stop it. Abigail, don't do this. No, Abigail, please, no. I'm not exactly sure who survived, but what an inheritance. Who said that insanity wasn't an inherited gene? Or is it? <laughs> You have been listening to the 11th Hour Audio Production presentation for the 2017 World Audio Drama Day of The Hooded Figure. Written by M.J. Cogburn. 
Shane Harris, and Jonathan Patrick Russell, and featuring actors from Audio Oblivious, Darker Projects, Narada Radio Company, Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind, and Leap Audio. Heard in tonight's presentation were Shane Harris as Scott McMillan, MJ Cogburn as Abigail Townsend, Sarah Golding as The Waitress, Austin Beach as Paul Edwards, Tanya Malevic as Jessica Edwards, Scott Phillips as Officer Roberts, Pete Lutz as Officer Davis, and yours truly as the announcer. The Hooded Figure is produced by MJ Cogburn. The awesome original musical score was performed by David Krause. This is Mark Brzee. We hope you enjoyed the presentation. Please do listen to other presentations listed. Thank you for listening.